Welcome. <laughs> Once again, mm-hmm. another date night yes. with the crafts. Yes. I am Justin Craft, mm-hmm. and this is my lovely, beautiful Miss 42. <laughs> Ass looks way better than Lizzo's. <laughs> way better. I can say that right really? now. Okay. Kara Craft. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> All right. What's so, up, baby? Ah. Uh, the usual. It's yes. cold. I'm a little bit under the weather, but yes. I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. I am here. You are. To do the thing. You are. So, and yeah. I'm happy to have another full rotation around the sun. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that 42 feels damn good. There's yeah. so mm-hmm. much clarity. You didn't tell me that 42 would feel like this. Yeah, there's a lot of clarity that comes all throughout the 40s. Really? I think that's what the 40s are, is this fucking clarity. clarity. Yeah. Finding your truth. It's finding that's your what truth. 40 is for me. It's about dispelling all of the myths, all of the hearsay, mm-hmm. all the tradition, all the shit that didn't work. Yeah. And finding your truth and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's shedding the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> and all the shit that came along with the 30s. Yeah. And, the 30s, um, were, 30s yeah. are hard. 30s are kind of weird. I like the 40s. Yeah, the 40s are a little yeah. bit easier because I, I think less we're. less fucks at 40 than Exactly. We, 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 at this point in time, you're very comfortable with going to going to the store yeah. and not having to dress up like you're going out <laughs> to do I a, look a horrible photo shoot. Most days, I'm going to say. Do no, I? You don't look horrible. I do. You okay, just, you're just I got not this all glammed bummy, up. chic thing going on. Yeah. Like I'll put on like some sweats and a t-shirt mm-hmm. and then a designer bag and a dope ass coat. Right. And some it. vans. That's I don't it. know what it is about that look. But to that's me, what looks... fashion is. Fashion is you got to look homeless. Yes. And then you have like one that's accessory. Kanye fashion. <laughs> yeah. So you have one accessory. So you can look homeless yeah. but have some Gucci shoes on. Okay. Or you can look homeless and just have a Gucci scarf on. Okay. You know, that, that's. Well, I like that. I like the homeless yeah. shit. <laughs> Something about it makes me feel feel like i've arrived you know when you dress a little bummy but then yeah. you throw some dope pieces on mm-hmm. you feel fashionable for whatever reason yeah unless you know i, I can i just can yeah i can you know, i can do this i can you know I when i want this. to yeah yeah that's well, that one thing i will say okay so we had this birthday party at the house mm-hmm. loved it thanks baby yeah. like i was always thinking like you know we get to this age and then birthdays will become like this you know thing that we do but it wouldn't be ceremonial or fun or any of that so right. for it to be fun now is mm-hmm. is dope to me. That I can still enjoy. So yeah, great. yeah. Birthdays. A, that, that's a, you know that's always my biggest thing. Yeah, I, I love birthdays. I love celebrating birthdays. Yeah. Um, everything about them. You, you know that. I go yeah, all yeah. the way out. You go all the way I out. I go all. I go hard body for birthdays. You know, it just it just sucks that your birthday is in the same month as Christmas, Christmas. and right I after. Know. Gabriel's birthday. Yeah, I know. You know, so it's like it's not even about the money thing, but you you've all at the end of the year you've exhausted. Yeah, you're exhausted. All of these holidays, all these birthdays. Yeah, and then you're like, all right, come on, let's get a party. You're like, all right, but I do, I do promise you this much, even though you are celebrated every day. Yes, I am. You're celebrated every day, but your birthday, of course, is a day you should be celebrated even more. I do, but um. Something special for next year. Something special. Something for next special. Year. Yeah. Something okay. even more special. I'm gonna tell you, you right here now. First. I want a private jet. Mm-hmm. I want to go to another city or state. Mm-hmm. That's or what I want. Or, or country. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 cool too. I got yeah. my passport. Exactly. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. But um, one of the cool things. So so we have the cocktail, the craft cocktail. So one of the cool things we did at the birthday party was we had these um, Hennessy floats. Where you take a couple of scoops of Hennessy of uh, of homemade vanilla bluebell, a couple of shots of Hennessy, and then you squirt like a dollop of um, heavy whipping cream. Dollop. No, ready whip on top mm-hmm. of it. So it was delicious. So I'm a. Um, can we post that? Can we put that up? See, it's the bluebell ice cream ready whip 
Let's all off center. I fucked that up. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> Hennessy White. But that's all that's in it. You can put as much ice cream, as much Hennessy oh, as you want. Oh, that's what people were drinking at the party. Yeah. People kept saying they were drinking the Hennessy floats. Yeah, that was oh, it was Hennessy float. White. Oh, yeah, so okay. instead of you putting root beer, yeah. you put the Hennessy in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. we could put up some of the video and pictures, too, of the um the party. It was a dope party. That's all we did yeah. for the weekend for our, uh, our date night was that. So yeah. that was that was a nice little situation. We had the birthday cake and all of that. Yeah, so. we wanted to keep it, you know, keep it kind of close. We thought about a lot of different things, yeah. and it was like, you know, at the, you know, when you, it's crazy because we start planning shit for people, right? Yeah. And then you start thinking about all this different stuff. You're like, yeah, we did that before. Oh, I have a friend did that before. Yeah. We've been there on this other thing before. Nobody has ever done a midget stripper though. Yeah, no one's ever I'm done a midget stripper. That at the Zaza, so that okay. is pretty at the damn, Zaza. That's pretty damn original. In one of the magnificent seven suites. Yeah. When they yeah. <laughs> nobody <laughs> does shit like me. No, so, <laughs> so, but still. It was about just bringing people together and just, you know, just having a good time yeah. and just and getting everybody to talk and then everybody, you know, kind of coming through and just, you know. I think that out. I prefer at this age having a, a good old fashioned kickback. Yeah. Versus going and sitting in a club full of strangers. Yeah. Like nothing about that for me. Because you got to. Not unless we getting paid for right. it. Right. So but here's the thing. My, here's my thing about birthdays. Right. Mm-hmm. You always want to be in a place where you can party yeah and chill the fuck out That's like it, you don't have to i hate when the people throw a birthday party at a place that you have to go to and then yeah then you got yeah then you gotta <laughs> leave you gotta drive all the way back around town yeah. so you can't get lit you know what i'm saying because yeah. you're like man i have to drive back yeah. so you gotta be careful and i like when you could go somewhere like now you know we're gonna be here uber drivers and lyft drivers are yeah you know taking people in and uh, human, human, human trafficking, trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> and we laugh not, at that right i mean but, um, no <laughs> I but, always have a gun in my purse. Right, yeah. Carol always carries a yes, gun. I got hot sauce in my yeah, bag. Yeah, she always carries a gun. Yes, I, do. I carry a gun too. We're Texans. Yeah, knives. Yeah, all types of. I have actually all types of weapons. But yeah, anyway, but um, what you call it? But um, yeah, carries because yeah, stuff is going on. But also too, there was uh, just just real quick, I wanted yeah. to comment on that. What? There was also another article going around talking yeah. about how people were, of course, you know, lying a little bit. There's a yeah. few people lying for for some clout, and oh, then human trafficking. Yeah, and okay. then. There was like these all these fake articles popping up about white vans, and and one thing I want to say about that is that human trafficking and and I you know how can you say this without incriminating yourself or sounding creepy as hell? Go ahead, you always sound creepy and incrim- and you okay. always incriminate yourself. <laughs> human trafficking is not some guys pulling up in a van, jumping out with ski masks, grabbing you, throwing you in the back of a van. And you you going down the street and you're screaming, oh my god! And they take you to this place and these Russians come out and they change. That's fucking movies. That's it's homeland. Hollywood. That's homeland. It's ho- yeah, it's homeland. It's Hollywood, <laughs> right? Which is about to start another season, but that's neither here nor okay. there. Okay, go ahead. So trafficking is usually done by someone who knows you. Yeah, I saw that. You know, I saw that. What was it? Did you know the percentage on that? As far as like how high as hell? Yeah, it was really high. It was like astoundingly high, like yeah. somewhere yeah. above sixty percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone is people that know you. Like, man, I know Kim. Man, yeah, she got you know, she got a fat ass. We should traffic. I'm her. gonna get trafficked. Yeah, you're gonna get my trafficked. Ass? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And then it's That's then dope. it's people who are already <laughs> in the sex business. Okay. You know, it, you know, porn stars, um, escorts. Yeah. You know, all these type of people, they're already in the business. Yeah. So then they're like, hey, you know, I know where you can make more money. Because nobody's looking for them. Yeah. Well, not, let me not say that. Well, not necessarily. Those, those are people on the street, well, you know, that yeah. may be on the street or yeah. homeless. But I'm saying people who are already working in the sex field. Got you. You see what I'm saying? You, it's like, you. hey, look, I know where you can make more money. 
you should do this, do this, and do this, and then they start to fall into it, and then yeah. that's where they get played. Got you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it's not somebody just coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, that it does happen sometimes. It does on some random shit. Sometimes, but it's not typically right a random occurrence. This right. is typically somebody that you know. Right. That sets your ass up. Now, puts you in a bad situation. right. That's now that's dealing with an adult. Okay. Usually younger people. Yeah. That's when they yeah someone might pull up in a van and snatch a child. Yeah. You know, but you know, or like I said, yeah, you as an adult walking around, you know, I, yeah. you know, it's 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 rare. Okay. But if people, well, are, let's still pray that it never happens. To like, us, yeah, exactly. Anybody we know or anybody. Period. If you're in Texas, pack guns. Well, actually, you've been wearing the salad. We're in there, fuck anywhere. Yeah. Pack guns, knives, have weapons on you. I tell people all the time, you, you know, you can have all these other things you think about doing, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you if you pack it and you got a knife on you or whatever, you could defend yourself, yeah. that's going to save your life. I agree. This is it. Let's get on with the show. Yeah, well, I like that part. I of know show. you like that part of the show. We should do something. We should talk about this more. I know, but <laughs> what I was telling you the other day, you mm-hmm. should do a whole thing with just... Get Jay Craft and get a like, human trafficker in here, yeah. And like have him on the thing with it's, his voice all distorted. Yeah. No, like a self defense or something. Oh you yeah. You know how to fight. You know how to shoot guns. Maybe you can help people and train people to protect themselves, like you've done for me. Because mm-hmm. my jab and my cross, mm-hmm. they're not to be fucked with. Because you have shown me mm-hmm. how. Don't don't come at me though. I'm gonna shoot you. I'm not gonna fight you. But don't test that. I'm not Tyson. Right. But you know, like Tyson be on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that was I know, cool. but I just can't bring guns up here. I know people would look not at me up different. here, <laughs> but just the segment. Yeah, period. I know. Yeah, I know. I th- yeah, we we'll get to that. We we'll get to it. We we'll get to it. We we'll get to it. Okay. All right. So this right. show mm-hmm. is called the Craft Hustle, and we get asked a lot because most of the things that we do, we do together. Yeah. Like all of our businesses. So we've had a, a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. We've done studios. Mm-hmm. Our record label, mm-hmm. this podcast, mm-hmm. you worked, helped with the publishing company. Yeah. We've done a lot of things together. So yeah. people are always asking us, like, how do you manage your life and then your business, you know, at the same mm. time? And I would say, very carefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very carefully, because it's not always the easiest thing to do. No, it's not. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, a lot of bit about that tonight, mm-hmm. you know, and just some strategies that you can use. And maybe if, if that's something that you want to do, because everybody can't do it. No. Nah. You know, but this, our businesses, for the most part, have been kind of like our saving grace, mm-hmm. you know, because it's the thing that we work on together. Like we've always said, working on your marriage, well, working on our marriage is working. Mm-hmm on our marriage with yeah. the, our various goals and dreams and yeah you know all the time that's that into all the businesses time. And, and all the time yeah you always want to have something fresh that you can work on and yeah. something that you can share yeah um this also goes not only for just married people this this also can work for people who just are starting out yeah i don't think you have to be married no I think it can be in any type of a relationship, yeah. a friendship, anything. Yeah, exactly. A relational, you know, situation yeah. can spawn a dope ass business. Yeah, you know? exactly. But we were doing research and it was saying, according to the National Federation of Independent Businesses, 43% of all small businesses are family businesses, with 53% of managers in these businesses that identify as spouse of mm-hmm. the family member. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. I didn't realize it was such a high percentage. Yes. Of families who start small businesses. But it does make a lot of sense. It does. So that those statistics alone shows that mm-hmm. it works. Exactly. You know, and this is weird, but this shit just hit me pow, just now. Why? You know, yeah, because when you start a family, yeah, that corporate job ain't going to cut it. No, it ain't. I'm going to tell you all right now, I've been doing a cor- you know, corporate thing for a while. Mm-hmm. 
and it just does not, no matter how you slice it or dice it, it just does not cut it. Yeah. You know, so you're going to have to have a second and third, you know, stream of income. Yeah, some side you know, Yeah, something going on, you yeah. know, because it, it's just, like I said, it's just not enough. I could see the corporate job for the single person. Yeah. Because, if they, you know, if they have a roommate or two or the only person you got to look out for. Yeah, but you don't have expensive ass. Well, kids, kids yeah. are expensive. And then the spouse is expensive, too. Yeah. And even though you have two incomes coming into one household. Yeah. You still, I think you overspend because your expectations of, or your idea of what you have available is typically skewed and not, you know. Well, yeah, it's that, but also too, just the typical cost of like, you know, when you go somewhere to go do something, yeah, think about this. I, I tell single people this all the time. When you yeah. go somewhere and, and well, either single people with kids too, but when you, when you have a family, you go somewhere, it's like, hey, I, I want to order something. And you go, well, time's that by four. Yeah. That's what comes out. So it's like, damn, every time you go in somewhere, swipe, 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 times four, swipe, swipe, times four. Do you think four. that's because you have kids, though? Or do you think mm. it's just because of the whole the concept of family and just having to... Yeah, it's just a concept of a man with a family. You know, yeah. you have to, you know, uh, be the supplier, the supporter, everything. So, yeah. you know, you have to be able to do that, yeah. you know, and that's but, what pushes you forward in that in that realm of business. Yeah, but we always hear like the saying where you don't want to miss big, you don't want to miss business with your personal business with pleasure. Mm -hmm. You know, what would you say to somebody who would who has that type of a mindset when it comes to starting relationships with people that you care about and love? Um, I Not think starting relationships, starting businesses. With people that you love? Yeah. No, I think that's always the best thing because I think, you know, once again, it depends on your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, if you have a toxic, unbalanced, crazy, off relationship, yeah, then your business is probably going to be the same. Not necessarily. So I think enemies make good business partners. Well, possibly. I could, th yes, that's also your, the other yes, side of your it. your spouse or your family member can be your right. enemy. <laughs> but the reason why I like it is yeah. because you have that love and loyalty yeah. there. And then also, too, y'all are tied together. So at the end of the day, yeah. you're shooting for a common goal. Yeah. Right? So you both say, hey, look, you know, we want our business to make 500000 a million this year. Mm -hmm. You know, what can we do to bring that together, you know, and shoot for that? You know, and that's something that can bring you together. Something I, that can divide you, you but can. also something that can bring you together. And, you know, when you have a common goal to shoot for. Well, all the businesses that we've done, mm -hmm. what would you say is your your favorite? Um, I don't see. That's that's kind of that's that's kind of. I shaky have favorites though. So. I I okay because now I have I have what was favorites. Your, what was your favorite? I, li I like the I like the music stuff. Mm -hmm. I always like the music stuff because but you know the music stuff is up and down. Yeah, you know it's up and down. You get so far and you get knocked down. You get so far and you get knocked down. So that's to me it's kind of like entertainment. I liked the the thing. It was short lived, but I'm not gonna lie. I like the video game system. That was fun. That was fun. It was fun, like going and delivering all of those um, yeah, units. That was and shipping so them out fun. every day. And, and then all you that. see people like playing them. Yeah, that was, it was fun. You know, it was fun. It was fun, you know, because basically it started with me just playing around, mm -hmm. and then they came out with this little system, and then I, you know, they released the operating. This is very early on in the stages yeah. of the whole. Um, raspberry system raspberry pie. all this stuff yeah. and this is very when no one really knew about it and i came across it and then the, the these uh, developers had the emulators and all this so then i made my own package and and it took me like two months to make this package yeah. you know i handpicked every single game you did. did all this configuration for the joysticks to work properly mm -hmm. it was a pain in the ass but when it was done it was yeah. so cool because it was like oh man I have a toy to play with and then once people got wind of it, they're like, shit, yeah. you know, let me get that. I you remember, sold a lot of those, though. Yeah, I sold a lot of them. And I remember yeah. when um, at one point in time, um, like, I remember in my inbox, it was like over 100 DMs. Yeah. You know, it was like 100-something, 120-something yeah. DMs. And people were like, 
hey, I want to order a system now. Where can I order it? Yeah. And some people ordering like two and three. I had one kid from Louisiana order like five. Yeah, that you was know? fine. And then so it was like, you know, as soon as I opened up the PayPal, it was like the floodgates. It was craft game lab. Yeah, and it was like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. I mean, like the supplier can even keep up yeah. with the uh, demand, you know. They were like getting behind. I was buying them out and all that. But that was so fun. And it was just something that we just decided to do at the spur of the moment because mm-hmm. it was just – a cool item so like i said i built a retro game gaming system that, yeah. that held like five thousand games it streamed movies yeah it did all that and some people still have them i know people uh, that i worked with say they still play it really yeah oh yeah all the time we still play it yeah we still play it yeah mm-hmm. so that was fun yeah you know the, the what i love the most what i continue to love the most is when we make music mm-hmm. i love that process so much mm-hmm. you know um i even like when we work with other artists mm-hmm. you know i don't know i like I guess because that one includes me in the creation process versus just the, you know, the business part of it, mailing right. it out, customer service, all of that. Right. You know, but that was the, I think working on the albums mm-hmm. was the most fun. And then just having like you in the studio um, producing and, yeah. you know, it's helping a, me out. It's, it's a, yeah, it's very fun because people stay over, the yeah. energy involving yeah. it. That's one of the things about the music business this fucking hate and love man yeah man i i love the i love working with artists i love creation mm-hmm. it's there's nothing like it i mean it's a natural drug i even like finding the artist yeah it is a natural drug i'm telling you you can get so much out of it but then there's the up and downs it's on the it the business side of it the business side of it will tear you apart a little bit break yeah. your heart here and there but um but overall yeah it's it's the um i i love it you know yeah. and it's it's hard to say like Okay, I'm going to stop. Yeah. You know, but. We don't have to stop. Yeah, I know we don't have to stop, but, yeah. you know. Don't let's not go bleak. Let's not go, let's not go dark on that. Yeah, I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to. Okay, so how about this? Okay, I'm going to go But that I would bleak. say, too, is that's my favorite, but that's also, too, mm-hmm. the one that I hate the most. No, I got one I hate the most. What, what's one, what's one you, do you hate the, the most? The one I hate the most was the PC repair. PC repair. Yeah, you forgot about that shit. I did. You know how people have trauma and they rewrite that <laughs> shit and they like they rewrite it and they're like, oh my God, I now remember and like, why did you take me back to that? That's kind of how the PC repair thing was. Yeah. And, and it was short lived. That was short lived. I forgot about it. And it was, it kind of lasted for about a year or so. Yeah. But, but that's all you. Yeah, it was all so me. So all I got to do like, is be like, hey, babe, somebody need a computer fixed and, and yeah. I collect the money and then it's all you. And I got in so many show. arguments. Um, I almost, I think, Two people almost oh, knocked out. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, this is PC repair. Think about this. <laughs> this is not drug dealing. This is not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is, we're not talking about big money gains here. We're talking about repairing people's PC, and they try to get over. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, what? The? You know, you know people tried to get over too when we had the um the craft game labs. Like people yeah. say that they didn't receive their unit, but then we had the shipping. Yeah. So that you can see that they got it, and yeah. then you had the people who would get it like it's not turning on. Yeah. It's like, well, have you plugged it up? And they're like, no. You know, I think that that's the thing. I <laughs> it think, doesn't have remote power. Yeah. Nothing has remote power. Yeah. Go ahead. I think that was the, the mm-hmm. part of that part. Yeah. That business that had me just like, ugh. You yeah. Know? yeah. It was people yeah. trying to get over. Yeah. So, But that's going to happen. Yeah. And give or take. But don't let that come between. Yeah. You know, because that I can think cause the friction. Only, the only business practice that we have that comes between us mm-hmm. is when you don't like my music. Like when yeah. I present a song and you be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, mm-hmm. and it's not I don't like your music; it's just the way you sing it. Oh, you don't just, like, you don't no, like and it's like, and you always sing it. Your voice is not your voice; it's what just the it? way that you sing it. Yeah. No, it's just because the way that you sing it 
is kind of like a little old school, oh. and then we're trying to get to the new school sound. I feel like if you present something in that way, oh, then you throw off the presentation. That's not true. That's not true at all because okay. people like it, and there is a market for 90s R&B. Okay. So, but I'm just saying that's the only part of working on music with you mm-hmm. that's difficult is that you're hard on me. And I don't mind you being hard on me. I just want you to be a Kira Craft fan. Mm. And you don't like even at my birthday party, y'all, we were playing my music for a little bit of time mm-hmm. and then you turned it off. Oh, you know, no, that's not true. What happened was mm-hmm. he had to take his laptop and we had to use mine mm-hmm. and it wouldn't download it from the Apple cloud mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm dead serious. Okay. You could have got somebody else to play my music. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. But let me ask, so to 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 keep to keep all this, you know, mm-hmm. in perspective. Are you a Kier Craft fan? Yeah, I've always been a fan of yours. You like my music. You did two albums. What's your favorite song? Okay, I'm gonna do two music. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the music and do them. Um, I think Better Days. Better Days, is your the favorite. Same demons, yeah. Better Days, the same demons. Hmm. What do yeah. you like about those songs? Um, same demons, of course, because it's our relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Better Days is there's always Better Days. It's like the origin story. Yeah, it's like the origin story, man. Yeah. So I, I feel like you know that's it's always dope. And then it was crazy is when I don't listen to the music for long periods of time and I listen to it again and I realize how, how good of an album it is. Oh, you like yeah. the album. Ser- no, seriously, I realize how good of an album it is. I'm like, damn. You know, so I always feel like, and the crazy thing is even as at this moment it still sounds current. Mm-hmm. So it's like I always tell people, man, you know, go back and listen to it. I think sometimes people just didn't give it a chance. And I think a lot of times if you just give some, give it a chance, mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, shit, I do like a couple records on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, so, and, that, and that's the and then once again, that's the thing about the music business. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You, someone will come back from you know and hear it and be like, "Man, I loved it! Oh my god!" Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, shit, where were you two years ago?" Yeah. <laughs> sometimes things just take a minute to catch on, yeah, especially art. Yeah. You know, because it's so subjective. You know, yeah. and also too, it can depend on where a person is in their life. Exactly. So, what doesn't appeal to them today mm-hmm. may appeal to them tomorrow. Exactly. But we came up with like a list of like. um Things that you should consider before you go into a business with your spouse, with somebody that you're in a relationship with. Um, the first one was, are you both excited about the idea? It shouldn't be one-sided. Mm-mm. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. You have to, have to both be excited. Yeah, you have to both be excited because yeah. if one person is like, man, this shit's going to take a lot of work. Especially when people tell you that. Like if you say, like, hey, I want to have this idea. Yeah. And then you start to work on it. go, oh, man, this is going to take a lot of work. Automatically right then and there, they're yeah. telling you, like, man, I don't want to do this. You know what? I think that with us, though, and this is not just to say whatever, you mm-hmm. know, it, because everything doesn't always work. No. But with us, we have a lot of the same interests, especially yeah. when it comes to the things that we choose to go into business with. So you're naturally interested in doing a podcast. I'm naturally interested and starting a studio with you. So mm-hmm. even though it, the idea may originate with you or with me, right. it's something that we would naturally be drawn to anyway. So it's just, it's an easy decision to say, oh yeah, we can do that. Right, right. You know? Right. Um, the next one is try doing a, a test project, write down any concerns you have working with your partner. I think that's a, a big thing because mm-hmm. a lot of the people, you know, when you start um, a small business, a lot of people don't treat it like a business. No, they don't. You treat it like a hobby yeah. or like you were saying a side hustle yeah and it has to grow out of that yeah because when when dealing with people and i'm gonna go off on another tangent we're going <laughs> on. When, when dealing with people the worst the thing i hate the most and i tell people this all the time i don't like hustle work no. and if people don't understand we that when i say that hustling. yeah because what people do is they go man my bills are due 
man, how can I just call Jay and try to come up on a quick 500, have a quick thousand dollars? Yeah, lick. Yeah, lick. So, so they like him in licks. Yeah, yeah. so you're thinking in licks. So you're like, man, all right, hey, man, I'll, I'll do that video or I'll, I'll do this thing for you or I'll, I'll do this whatever you need done and I'll only charge you this much for it, you know, and it, it's, it's, it's rushed. There's yeah. no love in it. I always tell people, man, put love in the things you do. Yeah. Also, this relates back to that. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's something that you really like, put love into it. People can see that. People Thank can you. feel that when they're buying into your brand. Yeah. And if they're like, man, I can tell this is some hustle shit. You're trying to get out here and just hit a quick lick off of somebody. Yeah. They're like, eh. Yeah, you know, I saw something with, um, what's his name, Gary or Vander? How you, how uh, Gary Van, I, I can't yeah. remember his last Gary name. V. We'll say Gary, Gary v. v. Gary V, there you yeah. go. So I saw a thing where he was talking about uh, commodities. He was like, commodities exist. You know, mm-hmm. you have shoes, you have people selling T-shirts, you have all of these commodities. But what yeah. makes somebody want to buy something from you versus from somebody else is the brand itself. Exactly. So you have to pay attention to that. And exactly. when you're developing, you know, a business, if both of you don't have you know, a very consistent, strong brand yeah. in mind, Yeah. then that'll be the undoing of your business. It will be. It yeah. will be. And I think that um, one thing I notice, because I know I, I, I get a lot of people that talk to me about this, yeah. and one thing I notice is that those people, there's, there's, a, there's a large amount of them that are scared to get in front of the camera. Yeah. So they want to do their businesses, they want to do these things, but they're scared to get in front of the camera and push themselves out. But I've I, been I, there. But I told them, I was like, you know, no one's going to buy what you have to sell I've been that person. until you do that. I've been that person where I've been afraid to just get in front of the camera mm-hmm. and just get in, or get in front of the microphone, just feeling like everybody else should be in the front right. or feeling like maybe I won't communicate it well or that people mm-hmm. will get tired of me talking about a thing. I'm just now getting to the point to where I'm like, hey, 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 this is what we do. Exactly. You know? But um, that's very important to yeah. be able to have to give like we're talking about give no shits mm-hmm. like to really be you know right. about this and want to tell everybody about what you are who you are and what you do yeah because regardless you are gonna do you yeah so it's gonna be unique yeah so keep pushing forward with how that you how you do it mm-hmm. and you will have your own lane one thing that people are always gonna tell you is that. Oh, whatever you're doing is saturated. You can say you can say mm-hmm. everything sorry, is saturated. It's I know, a billion right? I people in this world. Water. My mouth is drying up here. But you, they're saying you could tell someone, "I'm going to make toothpicks for a living," mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, "That <laughs> land is so saturated. <laughs> Everybody's making toothpicks. You know, Junebug down the street. You know, that nigga. They all make a toothpick. So yeah. you talk about you make a toothpick. Yeah. So it's always going to be that. But it's how you do it. It's your unique way. Yeah. It's what you bring to it. Um, someone may look at you and be like, you know, I'm only going to buy from him yeah. and say these other people just because it's you. Yeah, and they like your style. Yeah, they like exactly. the sauce that you bring to a thing. Okay. And then the one, uh, the, one of the other points was being able to um, issue out the roles and responsibilities. And that's mm-hmm. very true because there are some things that I'm good at and there are some things that you are good at. But you and I have to be able to discern who's good at what. Right. And I think that that was instrumental too. Um, something that we had to really work out is being honest about who's good at what. Yeah. yeah. You know, because yeah. if you're not operating from a space of power and I'm not operating from a space of power, you know, then we won't win. No. Nah. So, Mm-mm. you know, but also too, you got to make sure that the work and the responsibilities are balanced. Yes. You know, yeah. because if one person is doing all the work, mm-hmm. then that can be a strain on the relationship. Yeah, like a typical college project. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one that person was, does you know, all the work. Yeah, right. Yeah. Those group projects. Yeah, those like group you had projects. that one to just, yeah. you know, write a sentence and then everybody mm-hmm. else do the work. That's mm-hmm. never going to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that yeah. has actually put strain on a lot of, because I've tried to do businesses with 
friends and, and mm-hmm. you know other people that I'm I have good relationships with and they haven't always worked right because of the balance there has to be a balance and that's also too the 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 real premise of all of this is finding a balance in it yeah you know making sure one person is not being um burdened with all of the work yeah because that or that all will, of the blame yeah that will stretch it out and then yeah. it's, just, it's not going to work so yeah you definitely want to do that yeah and what what would you say would be some of the benefits of working together like working with your spouse um i think um well or with somebody that you're in a relationship with i think the biggest one is honesty um you i think, think it builds honesty yeah i think it does build honesty okay. i feel like because i feel like at these moments you can really share mm-hmm. you know either Either, you know, what you're working on and yeah. then your strength, strengths and your weaknesses. Yeah, you really do get to know people when you right. work with and them. and you get to know them. Yeah. And you, get to, you get to know them a little bit deeper because a lot of times people, like I said, people hide. Yeah. You know, they try to build themselves up. Well, I'm the Mr. Do-It-All CEO type. Mm-hmm. Then, when, then when in the face of business, mm-hmm. in the face of adversity and other things that they have to conquer, then they're like, oh, shit, I can't do this. Yeah. So then you're like, well, let me help you with this. And then you kind of figure out what's kind of going well, on. You got to be vulnerable. Yeah. Mm, that gave you the word again. Yeah, they got to be vulnerable. <laughs> so that happens a lot. Yeah. And you, and you learn. Yeah. And I think when you learn together, that's another bonding agent. So it builds uh, a level of honesty, mm-hmm. a level of communication because and you trust. talk to this person, a level of trust. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it can destroy those things too, though. Yeah, it can. Um, Bad was, business, toxic business. I would say, too, that it gives you something to work towards. Yeah. I think that as long as you work in towards something like you're working towards a goal or a dream or something that's ahead of you it gives you a reason to keep moving forward towards something together right right that's the um the biggest thing that having businesses with you has been for me Mm. is as having a joint goal Mm. and basically you being a part of that goal makes you a part of my life because getting to that goal um takes you you know yeah. So I don't know if that's something I've done consciously, you know, now talking about it. I can say that now that it may be like subconscious. Right. But I know that when I think about making it in the music industry, you're there. When I think about having a successful studio, you're mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I think about traveling or doing this thing with the podcast on a bigger scale. You're there. Right. So all of my dreams, everything that I'm working towards mm-hmm. includes you. Yeah. Yeah. And so the same we, thing with same thing with me, too. Yeah. So we're a partner. Mm-hmm. in every aspect of our life so it just it keeps building that and making it stronger and stronger yeah. for me yeah same you know? here same for me too as well um yeah the the same view you know um i i see you as a partner in everything that i do yeah i mean even things that i may have done that i'm going to re- be revisiting or new things that i'm going to be bringing to the table next year mm-hmm. you know like i said you know it's it's, it's always going to be you there you know yeah. i feel that it runs better when, when we're partnered up that I way. I think it runs better when I'm involved too, babe. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. When you try not to include me is when you start having problems. All types of weird problems. <laughs> but also, too, it looks weird when I don't include you because, like, you know, at uh, times I was doing other businesses and I was, like, I had to, like, just abruptly leave in the middle of the night or mm-hmm. go do something very early in the morning mm-hmm. or I'm on these long, weird conversations and it's like, well, what's going on? And I tell you, yeah. of course, but... You know, and then that wasn't like, weird to me. I knew you were yeah. conducting your business. Yeah. Yeah. Like that type of stuff doesn't bother me. Actually, it's sexy to me mm-hmm. to see you like out there going to go get it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Only reason why I say that is I just want to be involved in what you're doing because it feels like we're doing it because that's kind of been the, the precedent right, for right. our relationship is that we're always doing something. Right. Just like I know when I went off and done like solo business and stuff, right. did that make you feel weird that I was doing that? No, no, I didn't. Okay. No. Yeah. But I can see where some people that didn't have that 
trust factor or they didn't have you know they don't have you know that connection is not strong enough i could mm-hmm. see where it could be kind of a little weird yeah to because people can use that as a yeah. scapegoat to do yeah, some, exactly. some extra shit. i'm gonna go disappear for a week in louisiana because i have to go <laughs> talk to this guy yeah and they're like oh okay you know and you yeah. keep going back every other month and they're like well that's weird yeah. you know it's you know that's that type of thing but so. you know outside of you not work uh, you're not loving the music that i create mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah, kidding. I'm like okay. I'm kidding. What would you say are some of the struggles of working um, or creating a business with somebody that you're in a relationship with? Um, the biggest struggle always going to be failure. I think. Yeah. I think is when um, when failure happens, you start blaming. Yeah. And then you start pointing fingers, and then you go, "Well, if you would have, and then if you would have, and then those type of things happened, and they're like, you know, how come you didn't see it? Yeah. How you know? How come I didn't see it? You know, those type of things." So you have to learn that, you know, you got to fail together and love together. Yeah. I think, too, that the um, for me, it would be, and I know this is more of a me problem than a you problem, would be trying to separate the business from the personal. Like, if the business is not going good, mm-hmm. to not, like, take that out on you in our personal life. Yeah, that's a good one, because a lot of people will. Yeah, I've and, done that. Yeah. And you've done that, too. Yeah. I think it's, it's human No, to I do, do it that. a lot. Yeah, but I think that it's human... For that to happen because it's it's still happening to us. Yeah. So I think that what we have had to do to kind of um, mitigate those type of situations would be to give ourselves time away where the outside world didn't exist or things happening in the outside world didn't exist in our bubble, right. which was why we kind of came up with the date night. Right. You know, when we go to bed, like we try not to talk about those types of things, you know, right. when we're at dinner. We try not to talk about those types of things. So we have to create boundaries. Right. You know, I'm not, I can't say that it's like a, we can only talk business eight to five because that's not practical, Mm-mm. you know, but no. it's, it's being able to just, you know, determine what's for, what's us and then what's our business and seeing those two things as separate. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if you can maintain, um, and compart- compartmentalize those two things, I think it would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. definitely. I, I think that that uh, outside of, that and then you know feeling like the the failure of our business is the failure of our marriage yeah you you can't tie those you can't tie it together like that although i will say that marriage for the most part is really a business or some sort of institution of something Mm -hmm. it's still separate of how you make your money and all of that those two things are very separate definitely definitely um yeah, I was saying that most businesses most businesses close within a year, and that can be a hard loss on a relationship. Um, according to the Small Business Administration, twenty percent of businesses fall or fail in their first year, and only about fifty percent make it past the five year mark. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Things are gonna things are gonna open and close all the time. You see that happen all the time. Yeah. Just be ready to have the next venture. Yeah. You know, don't look at it as like that's it. Yeah. You're dead. Your heart and your blood is not connected directly to the life of the business you know so if it goes down you have another opportunity there's always an opportunity as long as you have breath yeah in your body you can figure out something new and create something yeah create something new and that's that's what happens between you and your your partner yeah is keeping that creative fire going and that still that pushes things forward and it opens up more things for the future how important was it for you to marry somebody who would want to be a part of your, that is very your important. dream and your business. That's very important. I yeah. had to, again, I, I have these conversations a lot because I spark these conversations with people yeah. and people spark these conversations with me. But <laughs> it's very important to have a partner 
that is wants to do business, especially if you're a business minded person. Are you, you a person want, with dreams? Period. A person with dreams. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't marry someone. This is like, look, I just want to go to community college, get me a little job at JLB, <laughs> and I just want to just chill. I ain't trying to do nothing more. Because then when you're trying to jump into entrepreneurship. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you crazy! You're yeah. stupid. That that's a pipe dream." Yeah. Oh, and it's hard know? to be married to somebody or in a relationship with somebody that doesn't believe in you. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine being in a relationship because I'm a dreamer and you're a dreamer. Mm, right. So if I'm like, Justin, this is what I want to do, and your your first automatic response to me is, "Nah." Yeah, I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can do that. Yeah, or I, mean, I don't think you should do that. Or you're trying to always persuade me yeah. to not go after something that I want. I don't think that that would work for me. Nah. So I think that, like we are talking about compatibility, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that you're getting it. If you're a person who has dreams or a person who has aspirations of building a business for your family, get into a relationship with somebody who has those same aspirations yeah, and dreams. exactly. Otherwise there'll be a deterrent to you going after the things that are important to you. I've known so many people and it's like so some of the most talented people you'll ever meet in relationships with people that laugh at their dreams. Yeah. Like why the fuck are you with me if if everything I want to be and everything that I am is mm-hmm. a joke or it's fun. I've, I never understand people yeah. who choose those types of yeah. people to be in relationships with. That is so weird and ass backwards to me. And a lot of times I see it from the standpoint of the person is scared. Yeah. So like they feel like this person is going to move up and then leave them. I've heard people yeah. actually tell me that. I've, I've heard that a lot too. You know, they're like, uh, this person is going to jump off and make a million dollars and then what's going to happen to me? Or this person will attract... Yeah. other people who are who, smarter. I, who I can't compete with yeah who are smarter so I need and to look keep better. them away from that yes yeah, so I need to keep them away from I success think that's the most selfish fucking thing you can possibly do is to mm-hmm. get with somebody with with dreams mm-hmm. and then hinder them well that's the way they were taught that's their mm-hmm. survival mode that's the way they're taught but why you know it's like you know how the moth to the flame mm-hmm. why go to the flame if you just want to put it out that's the weirdest thing because it's the flame that attracts you. It's the the flicker of that mm-hmm. that makes you, you know, that that draws you to that person. So to blow it out, that person won't even be who they were, who you were attracted to. Right, right. So it's a weird. That's always a weird thing. But, um, but those people do exist. They and do. Like I said, and be careful because. You know, that's the talk you want to have very early on. Yeah. You know, in dating, you know, yeah. not like after y'all get down the, into a two, three year relationship and then come to find out this person, like I said, has no ambition to do anything else to just, but just work a job. Yeah. And that's it. Let me ask you this, though, mm-hmm. because when we think about jobs, people work jobs to make money. Yeah. Why did why did you start the businesses that you started with me? Were they all about money? Um, They're about money. They're about expansion. I feel like in your life. You should always refresh your circle, gotcha. you know, and I feel like different businesses and different ventures always going to lead you to new people. That's true. Even some of the most craziest ventures yeah. and the most crazy stuff I've done have led us to people. It's mine too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's like, oh, okay, we could do this. We could do this. We could do this. And then when the, the outcome of it is, it's, I don't know. You More know, people, it's, a, it's yeah, a it's doper a, circle. Yeah, it's a doper circle. But like I said, it's an adventure. But you meet new people, you do new things, mm-hmm. and then you find information from this one that you can utilize in the other one. Gotcha. You know, so you know, like my technology circle bleeds into everything. They they do, and they party the hardest too. Yeah. So you know, I like what I'm saying? the technology so, yeah. circle. So the, our technology circle actually they go a little bit harder than our 
uh, entertainment circle. Yeah, they're actually no, actually they do. <laughs> entertainment circle is struggling. Like you think that these are the party animals? They no, ain't. they depressed. Yeah, no, they not depressed. all of them. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Called y'all a few of y'all sorry. out. Sorry about that. But you know, just speaking the truth. Yeah. You know, but yeah, they're they're always down or they're yeah. always worried about I some think shit. That that's just kind of like the yeah the flow or the energy of somebody that's a creative yeah it's a creative because they, they give their emotion everything yeah, and then they drain themselves and yeah then, it yeah. runs on emotion so you yeah. kind of have to be an emotional person to be a great creative i believe exactly you know but you know like you said yeah so it always opens up new things so that's yeah. always tell people you know don't just try one thing you know try something else yeah. venture out a little bit yeah. you know meet some people and then see where it goes and it's not always about the money like i know a lot of us go into business just for the money mm-hmm. sometimes a business is an experience yeah like you said it's a it's a a, a circle expansion mm-hmm. so that you are able to meet people and network and build a, a a doper circle right um sometimes like for us we were saying it's a way of us uh working together or figuring out a way to work together mm-hmm. you know and i think that um it can always be, everything can always be more than one thing. Always. If the only reason you're going into something is specifically for money or specifically for fame or specifically for a purpose, then you, I feel like you're, you're building um, up a scenario to fail. Right. Because there's always an opportunity to get um, more than one thing out of something. Right, right. Um, again, venture out. Yeah. I cannot say that enough. Yeah. You know, try, 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 try. Mm-hmm. You know, don't think it's so far fetched that mm-hmm. something that you cannot reach, you'd be so surprised. <laughs> yeah. So surprised at, you know, what a little effort can do. Yeah. So finding balance in that. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I say when I when I say balance, I mean finding peace in all of that. Mm-hmm. You know. You wouldn't? Yeah, I'm with okay. you. I'm sorry, I was answering the text. Okay. Yeah. You could be texting on the show. What you doing? Yeah, I could text on okay. the show. Okay. Anyway, finding peace mm-hmm. in all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I mean by balance. Mm-hmm. So that no matter which way it goes, you you don't lose your peace in the process. Yeah, that is. Is that finding balance for you? Is that what you? No. What do you consider finding balance? I don't know. I can honestly answer that question. The balance has always been hard for me. Okay. The balance has always been hard for me. It, it, it's it's always been, you know, the, that's that's the part I struggle with. Finding the balance and working with me? No, no, not working with that's you. That's what I mean. Finding yeah. the balance and working and being in a relationship and having a business together. Finding the balance in that working relationship so that it doesn't destroy your relationship. <laughs> It's it's tough. Yeah. You know, and honestly, it's not. So you're saying that balance is something that you struggle with just generally. Yeah. Yeah. General. Okay. You know, it, it's always trying to, you know, because you get too in, involved. And like I said, you have to learn how to separate. But it's hard when that person's implanted in it. You know, so you have to navigate it. I think the one of the thing that helps me the most is timeouts. Okay. That's when I go, okay, we got to stop talking. And what about happens in the timeout? Is it um, you just figuring out a way to separate yeah. me from the business? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's when we have to say, hey, this weekend, no business, yeah. no nothing. Uh, let's just go here and just chill out. Yeah. And then once we get to a state of just kind of calmness and, mm-hmm. and s- being centered, then at that point in time, we say, let's just, we can probably discuss something or whatever. Yeah. You know, but that's, a, if, you know, if you had a bad week or whatever, or you had a bad month, whatever. Yeah. And, and then you can do the balance at that point in time, but it's still kind of hard, 
because that person you work with a lot of times you want to blame them for things Mm -hmm. you know and and it's and it's not fair you know and so but sometimes blaming them for something that they did mm -hmm. is fair Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that it's going to always be this utopia where there's no arguing no fussing no fighting the only thing is you have to make the decision that no matter you know where this goes it's not going to affect the relationship the bigger relationship right you know like even with me um i don't have a problem uh separating the business from Mm -hmm. the personal that's not a problem my problem is um figuring out a way to not be disrespectful like i'm not a disrespectful person Mm -hmm. but i'm saying i have to watch what i say you know when we're discussing our business you know right i can't talk to you like i would talk to like in a corporate situation, my coworker, because you're not my coworker. Right. So you can't just be blindly doing business without considering who you're talking to. So I have to always remember that the business that I do with you, I have to treat you a certain way. Oh yeah, that's I can't very just true. Treat you like that's very true. You know, somebody mm-hmm. I would treat at an, at the office that has no connection to me. No, that, and sometimes mm-hmm. when the person that you're talking to and that you're in business with. Um, if, if they're your spouse doing y'all talking about losing money, making money, missing opportunities and deals, you know, sometimes the passion of that moment mm-hmm. can get away from you. So I would say is finding balance in that is to never lose sight of who you're dealing with in that moment. You know, never lose sight that, hey, this is the person I have my children with or this is the person that I'm going to go to sleep with tonight. Right. So right. I have to be gentle or t- mm-hmm. I have to be co- conscious right. of what I say. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can't. Situation. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't be this brutal boss no. to your wife. Some people will try it. Yeah, you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work in the end. Not unless that's just your relationship. Yeah, anyway, yeah. you can't be a sweet wife and then this staunch business person is right. getting in his ass. The next, it's, it's confusing. Yeah, you have to find the dynamic. Yeah, you got to find the dynamic, and, and they, then, it has the di- the dynamic has to also be consistent. You know, if you're a sweet person in the relationship and you typically handle things with a, 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 a huge level of uh, patience, you have to be that same person in the business, at least for me. You right. know, it's hard for me to, to switch um, behavior and roles, you know, between our husband and wife relationship and then our business partner relationship. Right. And when I do that or when I've done that in the past, you're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. So... That has trained me and taught me, like, okay, I still have to handle him as Justin, my right. husband, in whatever situation we're involved in. Right. Yeah, I definitely I understand that now. Now that you explained the way you just yeah. did, I, I, I have a better understanding of what you meant by that. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm never disrespectful, but I handle people that I work with at jobs a lot differently than I I handle oh yeah i could definitely I say i didn't handle too. you but the way i you mm-hmm. know we um our encounters are a lot different exactly so i have to always make sure so that's always at the forefront of my head when i deal with you with our businesses that we have um got it. we had an asking for a friend and i'm just going to read it to you it's kind of long bear with me i work with a bunch <clears throat> of married folks and recently i have found myself very attracted to married men when I see a ring on a man's finger, he instantly has my attention. Maybe being around a bunch of married people has caused this, but I'm not entirely sure. Recently, I've been flirting rather extensively with the very attractive married man that I work with. I have fantasies about sleeping with him and have even hinted that I would. 
It really turns me on that he's married, which makes me flirt with him more. It's not a one-sided flirt either. He flirts back, and I've caught him checking me out more than once. Maybe it's the fact that I know it's wrong that it turns me on. I don't know. I know this is wrong, but I can't help myself. I find myself flirting more and more, and I know that I need to stop, but for some reason, I can't. He's told me his marriage is on the rocks. Okay, he's lying. Anyway, <laughs> and he isn't happy, happily married anymore and wants to get out of his marriage game. Mm -hmm. um, would it be so bad to see where this goes at the risk of ruining our, work, our working relationship? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at the person. Yeah, I just I'm laughing at the scenario. Um, yeah, it's definitely well. Okay, and this is my opinion. Yeah, dude, dude is running, dude running a little game. Yeah, but it's not gonna stop from a man's point of view. Mm -hmm. Men are gonna do this, and I I, t I tell people this all the time, and especially women who are looking for love, they're looking for these relationships. I always tell them, like I said once again, there is no utopia. Don't take that as like, oh my God, this is gonna end in a catastrophic event. No, it's not. But guys, they flirt, especially if a guy is somewhat attractive, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he knows it and he women try to talk to him. He's going to flirt. He's going to say some shit back. He's going to say some fly shit. He's going to do some things, whatever. It's it's understandable. Now, how, you know, going that far of, you know, going all the way through with, with it and and and, you know, if it's a lot of guys, what they're hoping for is this scenario. Mm hmm. They're going to get with the girl, have sex, have sex, have a little fun. She's going to be cool. Mm -hmm. They're going to go out for beers. They're going to laugh about it. And that's going to end there. <laughs> it's fucking not. Yeah. A lot of times it's not. I don't think a guy's ever going to leave his wife. Yeah. No, guys. No, no. he's not going to leave his wife. He's not going to leave his family. Nope. Some guys will. Yeah. They're looking know? for an out. Yeah, but if he's looking for an out, but he's not doing that to settle down again mm -mm. with you. Uh -uh. Don't risk your job. Not unless it's, I mean, don't risk your job. If this is a job that you like and you want to keep, don't do it. And if it, you don't give a fuck about the job, live your life, do your thing. Right. I mean, the consequences you already are know what, what they, they are. are. <laughs> yeah, you already know what they are. Yeah. You know? But my whole thing is, um, you know, I always tell people as well, is guys don't have to have a relationship on the rocks or a bad, unhappy relationship to want to be with you. No, I he think they, be, they just yeah. look for a connection. Yeah, just look for a guys connection. Guys like connections. Yeah, guys look like connections. It's like, oh, this is this is like a little fun. Yeah. This little excitement of the yeah. week, you know, that type of thing. And yeah. then, you know, they go for it and it happens. Um, but, yeah, like I said, once again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put the eggs in the basket yeah. saying, hey, this guy's going to like, leave you know, he's going to leave his wife. And no. then I even if he did. You know, it's crazy, but gain. I, right. I tell people about this all the time. I think it's more if he leaves and he comes home with you, I'd be sitting there like, why did you leave your family? Damn, I know, right? <laughs> right? You left his family. So, so what's what going to happen here? Here, if this builds up, yeah. you're going to leave again, Yeah. you know, or if it's just a guy you fuck around with, y'all have some fun and y'all go your opposite direction, whatever. Yeah. You know, now, now don't get me wrong. I know people are going to see this. Oh, so you condone adultery. No, nothing like that. But all the people, people that are saying, they do. people that are telling me you condone adultery either don't get asked out or <laughs> they, like I said, they got cheated on anyway or whatever, yeah. but cause it's human nature and people are going to do it. People are going to flirt. Yes. You know, and just because somebody is flirting with you heavily doesn't ne doesn't necessarily mean that they'll mm -hmm. take it all the way. Yeah. Some people just like to know that they still got it or they just like a lot of the times in marriages and relationships, mm -hmm. you lose that that first initial element of passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the flirting feels good. You know, the yeah. flirting makes 
you feel desirable, makes you feel sexy, makes you feel wanted. Exactly. So it could just be that for him while you're deciding that you're ready to risk it all, mm-hmm. you know, for a flirt or somebody that that might possibly, you know, hurt you. you <laughs> right. You know, think that there's more to it. Yeah, because guys... Our energy, just like women. Women, they get we get paid attention. They love attention. Yeah, we love attention. You know what I'm saying? Attention it, is currency. You know, so same thing with the guy. Yeah. You know, don't the guys not tell you that shit. You know, a guy gets a little attention. All of a sudden, now he's walking a little bit differently. He's talking a little bit differently. It it really raises. It feels like it raises his stock up. You know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. You know, some guys have hundreds of women they talk to just for that sole purpose only. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's a possibility. That's yeah. how that's how it can happen. Yeah, but don't don't ruin your working relationship, you know. Yeah, find, exactly. Find somebody else. You know, I don't I don't shit, you know, where I eat. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. That's gross. No, it is gross. Yeah, this, I hate that, that fucking saying though. I know, but it's it, just like when you really think it about home it. To you though, yeah, this is What's gross. Your shit like right next to your where you eat. No, but you know why the message back? Because always brings back two girls in one cup. Oh, so I anytime I think, anytime no. I think of that. I automatically <laughs> hold on. Watch that shit. Anytime, anytime that comes up, that music starts to play. <laughs> Everybody knows the opening music <laughs> of the scene, and then you go, "Oh my god!" You know they arrested that guy. Who? The guy that the director of that. Oh, they, they figured out a dude. way to arrest him, and they went after him because they're like, "You're the fucking that was, gross." Was fucking that turkey. So yeah, he's a turkey guy. Simi cannot find that video. Okay, okay. We'll talk about that a different <laughs> one. We found no, no, no. We found this weird eight millimeter video online one day that someone had downloaded in this old group chat and it was a, some guy doing the weirdest shit ever. It was like a combination of like 20 videos and it was so funny. We used to show people at the studio all the time and people would laugh their ass off. We know what happens to the video. It got deleted almost Mr. 15 Turkey. years ago. And yeah, only only like four or five people know the joke. That's the, the only video that was like weird like that that I actually watched. It was some I would not shit. watch the two girls in a cup. You know, it was funny. I sent that video out. You know, it's kind of like The Ring. You ever remember The Ring movies? <laughs> like, you have to send it out, like, within a week or you're going to die. That's how the two girls, one cup thing was. You no. had to send it out or else you're going to die. No, so, yeah. So, <laughs> that video had went out. I remember sending that video out to so many people mm. and not knowing what it was. And then people were really pissed off at me. But <laughs> it was it was funny at the time. Anyway. I'm glad I never opened it. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, any closing remarks? Because we've reached that... Um, unfortunately, not today. You don't have a closing remark? I don't have a closing remark today. You know, all, all I can say is that as I have far a closing as, remark. Oh, you, you can go ahead and have it today. Okay. Today so was, can, a, was a weird day for me. Yeah, for me. it is, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah we have it's those off days. I had a good time talking to you about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Go ahead. All right, so closing remarks from Kier Craft. Here we go. I think that it's a good idea to go into business with somebody that you're in a relationship with because you've already established a level of trust with them. I also think that working on a business with somebody that you care about or that you're in a relationship could strengthen that relationship because it teaches you how to work together. And if nothing else, what is a relationship? A practice in working together with somebody that you care about. Um, The pitfalls would be um, not defining what your goals are, um, letting the goals or the business be more important than the actual relationship itself. Um, I can't even think, and I can't think of anything past that because the money and all of that stuff is just the gravy. That's just the extra. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are so many other things you can get out of working with your a person that you're in a relationship with or your spouse um, that far exceed the monetary um, yeah. contributions to that. You know, mm-hmm. that company 
or um, that business. So I would say go for it. Do the best that you possibly can. Treat it like a business. Don't treat it like a hobby. And figure out a way to uh, clearly define what's business and what's personal and keep those two separate. There are going to be times where they intersect. Like right now, a dating uh, or a relationship show intersects our personal and our business life. Yeah. But we can't go home and argue about things said on a podcast. We can't go home and, you know, and, you know, I hurt you, you said this and that hurt my, you know, we can't do that because then that'll make this yeah. a difficult situation. Exactly. So that's my only uh, takeaway from that. And that would be the only advice that I would give to that. It's not hard. You're just something that you have to decide to do and do. And if it doesn't work and it starts to tear your relationship apart, do something else because it ain't worth it. And there you have it. Okay. All right. So um, just want to let y'all know that you can go to Facebook. You can go to IG. You can go to uh, YouTube mm -hmm. at YouTube. Date Night with the Crafts. Watch all of our shows. Follow us. Share the show. Uh, comment. Let us yeah. know what you like and what you don't like. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Please do that because we want to make sure that we can continue to create content. Um and put, you know, dope-ass conversations about relationships out to y'all. And also oh, yeah. Apple. Mm -hmm. You have an Apple device, uh, yeah. tablet, phone, um, any of that. Go to the podcast, uh, subscribe, rate, comment. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. But uh, just want to let y'all know, next week we have a really, really dope show. We have Dr. Boyce Watkins mm -hmm. on the next show. So make sure that y'all tune in. Um, this week or we're talking about being in a relationship um, and having a, a business with your partner, mm -hmm. we'll be talking about the financial end. So that's why we didn't get too much into that on this show because we're really going to take a deep dive in it mm -hmm. on next week's show. Definitely, definitely. Okay. All but right. Thank you for having this conversation, babe. Thank you. I don't you. feel good, but I appreciate your, your, uh, your definitely. content. Definitely. It's on the weather crab, but we good. Yes. We good. And we thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. See you next week. <laughs>